Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Here we go. Episode number, what number? 52. Sam's looking at me holding up a five and a two and I'm like, I know it's 52. How super exciting is this? Now, I'm going to do something that I don't normally do because it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm going to do it because I've just completed our Ultimate You uh, coaching masterclass tonight. And one of the biggest things that came up for all of our girls was celebrating yourself. And we don't like to celebrate ourselves. In fact, we align pain to celebrating ourselves. Even though we're off topic right now, I'm going to share this with you because I thought it was really important to take action on what we've just discussed in my Ultimate You private coaching group of celebrating yourself. So to everyone that's in my Ultimate You group, this is for you. Yeah, that's my drum roll, Sam. How good is that? I wanted you to be the first, everybody. We have 14 more downloads before we hit 4,000 downloads. Like, can you freaking believe it? 4,000 thousand downloads it's going to happen this week you know why because i'm manifesting it i'm manifesting five thousand downloads by the time i turn i can't even say it probably it's making me gag whatever age it is that i'm going to be turning in in october <laughs> let's well, just have it might have something to do like this episode anyway it's not that episode we're saying this is saying no more number of the episode Oh, the number. <laughs> She's being scripted. Yeah. What's cryptic? Is cryptic. that even a word? Cryptic. cryptic. Oh, here we go. It's going to be one of those episodes. So tune in, everybody. Today's episode is about say no more so that you can say yes to you. And as Rob Dahl would say, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a hell no. So are you the type of person that always says yes and then maybe regrets it later? Are you the type of person that as soon as someone asks and no one else puts their hands up, you put your hand up first and then you regret it later? Because if you are, then I totally get you, I feel you, I see you, and guess what, girlfriend? I am you. And guess who else is you? Me. Yes, I was pointing to Sam and I was hoping that she was going to get it. I think one day we're going to have to go live on this because they would crack up at what actually happens behind the scenes when we're doing this podcast. Right, so if you are the type of person that really struggles to say no, then we're here for you. This podcast is for you. We're going to explain to you why you do it, number one, and then what you need, why you need to stop doing it, and then how you can stop doing it so that you can feel less frustrated, right? You can feel, you can actually have more energy, to be honest, because let's, let's be honest, when we say uh, yes to everybody else, we start feeling resentful, we start feeling tired, we drain our battery, we feel like we're not achieving anymore and we're giving up our life and who we want to be to help please other people. And that's not how we want to roll because people like you want to live and create their life by design. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. So what is saying no? What's it all about? Why is it so difficult? 
Well, the fear of saying no stems from the urge to avoid conflicts or confrontation. That's definitely me. One hundred percent. Sam's like boing. Bing, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yep, that's me. And another reason why people tend to worry about saying no is because they don't want to disappoint others or hurt their feelings. No, not so much me. I just don't want the conflicts or the confrontation. (laughs) So I have no problem actually with the conflict or confrontation. I just don't want to disappoint other people and I don't want to hurt their feelings. So we've actually got two different spectrums today. So before we go any further, I'm curious. I'm actually wondering which one you are. Do you like to avoid conflicts or confrontation or do you not want to disappoint others and hurt their feelings? Like it's one or the other. Now I know some of you are probably going, but ish, I can relate to both. And that's okay because you're a high achiever, you can choose both, I get it. Let's be honest, it's never nice to hear the word no. It represents everything from rejection to failure to actually missing out. Sometimes it comes as a surprise and sometimes it's expected, but it's really the answer we're hoping for. Therefore, many people struggle to say no. You know that word N-O. When asked to do something because they don't want to be the reason that someone else feels that way. Unfortunately, when someone else asks you for a favor, particularly in the work environment, often you do have to say no. Maybe you don't have the time to help out, Or maybe you simply don't have the ability. But nevertheless, saying no can cause, or it can actually make people feel uncomfortable. And they are going to think that they're selfish, mean, or uncooperative. So let's look at four reasons why maybe you struggle with not being able to say no. So you may generally want to help out, or you may just want to show that you're willing to help others. So if you've recently started maybe a new job and you may feel encouraged to put in the extra effort to show an eagerness to get involved, but this has to be balanced carefully. Don't let your willingness to get involved and help others affect your own work, no matter how much goodwill you've built up from being helpful. If you let your own commitments fall by the wayside, then you're going to get yourself into trouble. And put your hands up if you've done this before. I certainly have, and we definitely have experience of staff doing that, don't we? Okay, what's another reason people can't say no? Sometimes you don't even think about saying no. Yeah. So like when you're asked for help, some people just say yes as a natural instinct. Um, Maybe from a culture where saying no to someone is seen as rude, or simply just like being um, not being generous with your time. Um, In the business world, as long as you're fair and polite, saying no isn't such a bad thing. But people understand that other people have their own commitments and that they can always they can't always immediately be free for them. But in a personal environment, saying no to a friend or a family member or a neighbor or sometimes a stranger is extremely challenging because you don't want it's just not natural for you. It's something that you weren't brought up with saying no. You were brought up to say yes and help wherever possible. And then number three. You think others may not like you if you say no. And I definitely struggled with this. I have struggled with this. And I still, I'm I'm like a recovering people pleaser. So I keep bouncing back into that arena and keep wanting to not say no, right? I mean, I want to say no, but I keep saying yes. So it can be intimidating saying no to somebody and even more so to say no to the people who you want to like you. 
I'm going to say that again. It's really hard to say no to the people that you want to like you. So whether it's your boss or whether it's a new partner or whether it's your partner's family or whether it's a friend um, that you're close with, it's human nature to worry that they not, they'll like you less because you actually said no to them. But I don't want you to worry because if you're clear with your reasons, then you should respect, they should respect your decision. And like I found this personally for me as I've moved more into um, protecting my time and my energy once you know we've gone through the whole thing with COVID and now it's going back into you know people still wanting to get trained at this particular time and this particular time and for the first time in oh over 20 years I've actually said no and it feels really uncomfortable like it really feels uncomfortable and I've put my needs and my health uh, before other people's needs for the first time in my career that yeah ever 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 and it feels icky sometimes it feels icky and you might be the type of person where it doesn't feel a little bit icky but I know for me just it, that sense of letting people down and in, in the past for me has actually been huge you might also believe that saying no isn't that you by saying no you're not being a nice person mm. it's not nice to do it so, you know, we all have our own values and unconscious beliefs of what's right and wrong and what's important and what's not important. And we try to live according to these values. And for many people, they have the belief that you should try to be nice to other people and it's not nice to say no when they ask for something or when they ask for your help. However, this is a flawed and totally distorted view yeah. of what's being nice and help and what nice and helpful actually means. And there's a difference between kindness and being a pushover. And sometimes you need to say no for things. But that doesn't mean that you're stopping a nice and compassionate person. It just means no. Because <laughs> you just can't. And our boy Dax has just come in. So if you can hear all this moaning Puffing and moaning and right now, are you saying no to him? No. Because I think he wants to eat more. So mum's being really strong right now. She's trying to avoid conflict she wants to go and feed him all right and the last one is you may feel guilty afterwards and when you say no to someone do you reflect on your actions afterwards and sometimes feel uncomfortable about the decision that you made so I'm going to ask you that question again so when you say no to someone do you reflect on your actions afterwards and sometimes feel uncomfortable about the decision you made Yes, of course I do. I've always done that and I'm probably going to continue to do that. I just have more awareness around it now and I try not to beat myself up as much. So how about you? Because it's extremely common, right? And it's completely unnecessary. It's a, it's a waste of our energy. And guess what? The person that we said no to has let it go. They've moved on. And we are still holding ourselves captive in our own brain because we're beating ourselves up about it. So when you have other commitments, you're allowed to put your own needs first and to prioritize what's most important for you. Because remember, this is your life by design. It's not your kid's life by design. It's not your partner's life by design. It's not your boss's life by design. It's not your family's life by design. It's about your life by design. So if you weighed up the options and decided that you had to say no, then you've got nothing to feel guilty about. I said that really fast because I'm like, oh, really, really, really? 
And actually, I think it's really vital that we cover this last one is it's, you don't want to hurt their feelings. So there's a big difference be, between being assertive and being aggressive. And there's a big difference between n saying no and being rude or unhelpful. So when someone asks you for something, they should know that there's a possibility you'll have to say no. So their feelings shouldn't be hurt if this is your answer. So also, as long as you can explain it in a way that shows you considered their feelings, but you had to say no due to other important and understandable reasons, they should have no reason to be offended. You might want to rewind that one. It's another one that's causing me just to have like a hot menopause flush right now. But so true. And I'll always remember uh, the quote that I just shared with you previously, right at the beginning of this podcast from Rob Dahl. I love it. I love it. I love it. And at the time, I think I was either, I think I was in hospital actually. And I was listening to one of his podcasts. And he turned around, and I probably heard this before, but it was just appropriate at the time. And I had my headphones on because I was in a, in a bed, a hospital bed. Now I've got it. And he turns around and he said, If it's not a fuck yes, it's a hell no. And I was like, whoa, and I cracked up laughing. And I thought that's the most funniest thing I've ever heard, but it landed for me. Because for my whole life, I'd been saying yes, and it wasn't a fuck yes. So it should have been a hell no. So I'm curious, where in your life right now are you not saying no? Because as Rob Dahl says, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a hell no. Like it's a hell no. Like it's not just a no, it's a hell no. Like say it like you mean it. Say it like you own it because your life is your responsibility. And if you keep showing up and saying yes to everything else, guess what's going to happen to your life? Oh, see, even Dex has an opinion about it. You're going to get burnt out. But first of all, you might get sick. Then you might get frustrated. Then you might have an injury. Like you name it your life is going to turn around and it's not going to be for the better. It's going to be for the worse because you're not staying true to the value of being you. Remember, you have to learn to say no more to others so that you can say yes to you more. And when you're saying yes to other people, you're saying no to you. I'm going to say that again. When you're saying yes to other people, you're saying no to you. Because if you're so busy looking after everybody else and doing everybody else's stuff mm. for them and making everybody else happy... When do you actually have the time to make you happy? Oh, that's right. Never. And I've got a quick question for you. If you are not saying yes to you and you're saying no to you, how's your health? On a scale of 1 to 10 right now, how is your health? Do you have the body of your dreams? Do you have the energy of your dreams? Like, are you able to have endless energy that you're able to give so much back? Because what we see and what we witness in over 20 years and what we've personally experienced in two different um, areas of, I guess, people pleasing and not being able to say yes to ourselves, is that our health has a, takes a huge dive. Like we don't prioritize our meal prep. We don't prioritize having nutritious food. We eat out a lot more. Um, we eat a lot more. We're not um, worried about our sleeping habits. We don't prioritize our exercise because we're too busy living someone else's life. And we notice it lots, heaps with mums. Mums so use the excuse of the, they don't say no to family and to kids and to 
new sports you know like it's not okay to say no that your kids can't do something so your kids are in like five extramural activities and this sports thing and that club thing and this that thing and it's like you feel like as a parent you have to allow your kids to do this otherwise you're a bad parent but it means that you're running around doing a full-time job picking up kids from school taking them to their sports coming back feeding them then taking them to their extra whatever lessons that they've got and um, there's no time for you to be able to look after yourself. When do you have the time to take yourself to the gym or go for a walk or get a yoga class in or um, do some meditation or read a book or take your time out for things that you want to do because you're so busy saying yes to everybody else around you. So how can you say, how, how can I reword this? How do you know if it's a fuck yes? I'll tell you how it's a fuck yes, because it's going to energize you. Because if it's not a fuck yes, it's a hell no. And a hell no means it's going to drain your battery. So a fuck yes means it's going to light you up, it's going to energize you. And a hell no means it's going to drain your energy. So that's a quick Rob Dial coaching session right there wasn't it? And we've done this in his coaching group before. And every time he says it, I just laugh because I remember me being in the um, bed and cracking up laughing with my noise cancelling headphones on. And then everyone was just stopping and staring at me. And I was like, how are you supposed to explain what I just heard? So I've all, it's always stayed with me. All right. So let's have a look then at what some tips to saying no effectively. Because I know there's some people here that don't like the conflict, right? So what can we say about that, Ursula? What's some options for us? So let's have a chat about those. So let's look at the three ways that you can effectively say no. Number one is you just say it. Number two, be assertive and courteous. And number three is set boundaries. So let's look at number one first. Just say it. So don't beat around the bush or offer a weak excuse. Just say N-O, like no. This only provides an opening for other people. Don't delay or don't stall either. Provide a brief explanation if you feel you must because no is a complete sentence. I hope you've heard that before. No is a complete sentence. But you can give a brief explanation if you feel that you need to. However, don't feel compelled. And sometimes... Less is best. Now, for someone like me, if somebody asked me to do something and I want to say no, quite often I would go into a big elaborate story about all this other stuff and at the end I didn't say no and I didn't say yes, but I end up doing it anyway. So by actually, or the other mm, thing I've heard true. people say is, oh, maybe I can. Maybe is just aka another way, another way of saying no. If you just didn't have the guts to actually say no, so you said maybe. And so is maybe that because that's what you've done. Yeah, because maybe mm. it will never happen. Oh yeah, maybe I can do that next week, which actually means no, I can't actually fit it in, or no, I don't know how to do it, or no, it's not actually possible. But if I say maybe, then I haven't actually said no, and I don't feel like I'm hurting anybody's feelings. And then you actually get into more trouble because the other person goes maybe. Oh, good, she means yes, yes, that's a good. I'm gonna, it's gonna happen. And then you don't end up doing it, so you actually end up in a worse position than you did in the first place. So if you actually just say, look, no, I actually can't do it next week, I'm fully booked. Or no, I won't be able to fit it in next week because I've got, I can't fit it in this week because I haven't got time. No, I actually can't make it. Or no, you can't play sports. You can't play American football as well as tennis, netball, squash, hockey, and play piano and do drama classes. Wow. I think you can just do it. I think you could just say no. Is this... I'm going to put you to the test. Good. Right? I'm up for it. Sam's up for the test. She's <laughs> just going to say 
N-O. Spells no. I don't know. Was oh. a little bit of an explanation as to why. Never a no. Never just a no. No. Because you be. don't, yeah, that's right. You can just say it, but you don't have to be rude. So number two is be assertive and courteous. That, hmm. See, that sounds like you, doesn't it? You might say, I'm sorry, I can't right now, but I'll let you know when I can. How does that one sit for you? Yep, that's a good one. And this approach is actually polite, and it puts you in a position of power by changing the dynamics. You're taking charge, and you're telling people you'll let them know when and if you can, Sam. Exactly. Is that a good one for you? That's a good High one. High five. Yeah. Okay, so just to confirm you understand that one. Yeah. What is he going to say next time when, when you're going to be just assertive and you're going to be courteous? I'm going to say, sorry, I actually can't do that right now, but... I'll let you know if I've got some time over the next few weeks to help out. Isn't that good? And another example is, I appreciate you asking me for help, but I'm stretched too thin right now to devote the time to be of quality help to you. So that's one that I've used in the past is I appreciate you asking me for help, but I'm a little stretched right now. Or I just say, I'm, I'm a little, I just don't have the time this week. And it's not that I'm lying, I'm just being assertive and I'm also being courteous. Whereas before, I would have moved heaven and earth to make sure that I could meet somebody else's needs. And now I am prone to explaining why I can't do it, but I'm trying to shorten it. I'm just trying to be courteous and more, not assertive as such, but more courteous. And also, by, by saying no, by not saying no, and not being assertive and courteous, you're actually setting yourself up to let people down because you're not going to be able to deliver or to deliver what they need because you don't have the time. You're going to try and make this crazy Mm. thing happen, which you know deep down inside you won't be able to. And, I mean, you might get it done, but at the detriment of your own health or your own time. So if you actually say no in a courteous kind of way and respectful way, you're actually, in a way... Being, you're not letting the person down. You feel like you are, but you're not really. No, because, because you're saying yes to you. You're letting you down. You're letting you down. And when you let you down... And they'll down, find someone else. It's not like you're that freaking amazing that you're the only person on the planet that can help them. We might just be the sucker that he says yes so often. So there you go. Like, this is Sam telling you exactly how it is. <laughs> the person that really struggles to say no. And look, I, I really struggle to say no sometimes. A lot of the time, I've just got better at it. Okay, so the third one then we want to look at is setting boundaries. So people sometimes have a, have a hard time saying no because they haven't taken the time to evaluate, evaluate, listen to this, it's a late night, Sunday night everybody, so I apologize. They haven't taken the time to evaluate, evaluate their relationships and understand their role within the relationship. So when you truly understand the dynamics and your role, you won't feel as worried about the consequence of saying no you'll realize that your relationship is solid and can withstand you saying no. So I've been in that position before where, you know, you think that you have to be everybody's superhero. And then when you realize, actually, they've got other people in their world, you know, I'm just their personal trainer. I don't have to be their therapist and their nutritionist and their events coordinator. I don't have to be their best friend. I can choose one or the other. So understanding what your relationship is, like if you're a mother, that's your responsibility at that particular time and point. But it doesn't mean that you then have to be the sister, the... um, Maybe like the caregiver or the the nurse... Or the cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so think about the relationship. 
that you have with that person and then think about all of their relationships and are you the right person that needs to be stepping in for that person at that particular time because sometimes by saying no you're empowering them to say yes to them because they're just taking the easy option out right so they're because you're always the person that's going to say yes 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 so they don't have to step up they don't have to be an adult they can continue to be a kid may or may not happen in our relationship sometimes when I need Sam to do stuff for me. You know, like the <laughs> IT stuff. I could be an adult and I could learn it. And if Sam was to set boundaries, which she really shouldn't set, right? Because in the relationship, it's like, well, babe, this is how you could do it. I would actually learn how to do it. Don't see the need right now. So we're not going to go into that any further, are we? <laughs> I hear this is coming to an end quickly. We've got to change the subject quickly, girls, just in case I never have an IT issue again. I have to sort it out myself, and Sam writes me uh, like 20 steps on how to do it. So what is a boundary? It's be aware of what is unacceptable and normalize saying no. Do what is best for you and know that it is not your responsibility to sacrifice yourself for others. Woo! Love that. Don't you just love that? And every single letter represented something then. So be aware was the B of what it is, was the O. So if you now rewind that, you're going to be looking and go, ah, that's what boundary is. All right, so let's recap on how, what are the three effective ways to say no. Number one is just say it. Just say it. Number two, be assertive and courteous. And number three is, Set boundaries, and I'm going to add a little bonus there, like a little bit of icing on top of the cake, is some people would call this selfish. I don't call it selfish. I call it self-love, self-care. So I'm going to encourage you to put your needs first, not those of the person asking you for something. If you prioritize that person's needs over yours, you'll find that your productivity will suffer and resentment will mount. Perhaps we can learn from Warren Buffett who said, the difference between successful people and very successful people is that the very successful people say no to almost everything. Whew. So if we want to be successful, guess what we're going to say? Hell no. And another thing I wanted to share is this week in my um, morning coaching group, one of the ladies in the group turned around and said, when our cup is full, we will give from the saucer. We will not give from the cup. Oh, I love that. So we need to learn to say yes to ourselves more so that we can feel like our world is lit up. We can feel like we have more energy. We can have more confidence. We can start boosting our self-esteem. We can start saying yes more and feel better, right? And if we keep continuing to fill up our cup by doing more of the things that we love because now we have more time, we can give from the saucer because our cup is overflowing. I love it. I love it. I love it. I know you love it too. I know you love it too because when you give from the saucer, guess what? You're not going to have burnout. You're not going to have frustration. You're not going to have well, a little bit of resentment, right? Because you're giving from surplus. And right now, you're not giving from the saucer. You're giving from half a cup. And when you give from half a cup, you end up with an empty cup every day. Which means that you are tired. You are starting to get run down. You're not putting your needs first. You're putting other people's needs first. Which is why it's crucial for you to say yes to you more. 
And if you think about it, if you're giving energy or you're giving from the filled cup now overflowing into a saucer, what you're giving is so much better. The quality of what you're giving to others is the best of the best because it's the overflowing of your own cup, which is now full of love and patience and respect and love. Your heart is full. Your life is full. So everything you give. And you're happy to give. Yeah, it's not giving. It's sharing because you've got so much to give. And I think we've grown up and we've been taught that we need to give to others always and, you know, like self-sacrifice for others. And it's always give, 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 give. But they always, I think the one thing we we were not taught when we were young is that you can't give from an empty cup. You can't give from a non-full cup because what you give is going to be pretty crap because it's just the dregs, the leftovers. It's like giving somebody the the dregs of the cup, which is pretty much just backwash. Oh, I think that was, I I don't think you could get more raw than that. Could you, Sam? I don't even think. I don't think we're even going to edit that. Should we have a quote? (laughs) Don't give your backwash to everybody else. (laughs) And we're going to end tonight on a beautiful quote. Uh, And I think this is, I'm just trying to, I think this is Oprah actually. How you love yourself is how you teach others to love you. So how you love yourself is how you teach others to love you. So if you have anyone right now that you want to inspire, we're going to encourage you to practice more self-love, saying fuck yes to you and hell no to others so that you can fill up your cup full of self-love so that you can give to everyone else around you. So on that note, go out this week and say no, no, (laughs) no, no, no. We dare you. Go on, give it a go. Did you just say no to me? No, you can't do it. See, that was the first time you said it. No, 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 no. You can do it. I've got faith in you. Go out there and be amazing. Step into your power. Say yes to you and no to other people. If it doesn't light you up, it's a hell no. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, Please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved. You matter. And you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.